Welcome to VoiceOver Experts, brought to you by Voices.com, the number one voiceover marketplace. VoiceOver Experts brings you tips, pearls of wisdom, and techniques from top instructors, authors, and performers in the field of voiceover. Join us each week to discover tricks of the trade that will help you to develop your craft and prosper as a career voiceover talent. It's never been easier to learn, perform and succeed from the privacy of your own home and at your own pace. This is truly an education you won't find anywhere else. Now for our special guest. My name is Sunday Muse. I teach how to do cartoon voices to children and teens in Toronto, Montreal and New York most recently. Today, I'd like to talk about kids becoming the character. What it means for them to maintain the energy of the character specifically for the purpose of becoming a cartoon because it's very different than natural uh, talking energy just like I am talking right now. It's a much more uh, projected kind of speaking uh, that children need to enter and I, I mean I've, I really do focus on that because that is essentially what gets them the job and teaches them you know how to use the microphone and how to uh, connect to this wonderful world of cartoons. So how do I help them become the character? I base a lot of the beginnings of my workshops and private lessons, if people have not worked with me before, I base it a lot on on having a visual image of the character and what that means to each child. So the expression of one character, you know, I always say, uh, can you imitate that? Uh, see what that feels like on your own face and what are what are you know if you're playing a piece of sushi which um, I actually have uh, pictures of little cartoon pieces of sushi it's a series called Yamroll and and you know what what is the mouth of this little piece of sushi doing uh, you know can you do that and 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 we you know we go through each child doing different facial expressions and then I say okay now what would it feel like to let the voice out in that kind of expressive place and usually at 99.9% of the time the voice energy the voice level does not match the uh, the projection needed to become the cartoon so they may do the character the first time and the character kind of you know kind of talks like you know, where we can't understand what you're saying. And so the whole basis of what I teach is about, okay, so how do you keep your voice animated? Well, you have to not only project, which is very important, but also to connect the body to the voice. And how do you do that? Well, you ask yourself, and I ask the kids, what is the character doing? at this very moment, make it up on the spot. Let's just use our imagination and see what the character is doing. And they say, my character is shoveling sand. I'm like, okay, so can you physically do that with your body and think about projecting your voice and say some dialogue? And they do, and nine times out of 10, 
their energy improves greatly. Now, this takes a lot of practice, I must say. Uh, it doesn't come in one shot. Uh, some people are, you know, some people think that doing voice work happens in a day. You know, you can come and do one workshop and you're set for life. But like I say, with anything else, if you're learning ballet or hockey, you can't learn it in a day. You need time to process this work. Again, the biggest thing with kids is, I always say, keep it active. Keep it active. What is the character doing in this moment? Or what is the character feeling? And then how can you put that uh, in your body? You know, if the character's angry, show me angry face, basically. But not just a, a simple angry face, but let's exaggerate it. Because cartoons are the exaggerated side of ourselves, in my opinion. They're the extreme of emotions. They're the extremes of, of, of us. And so in order to do that, you have to get really, really big. Um, and it's tiring at first uh, for, for many of my students. And then they get into repetition with it and practice, and it starts to really unfold and become more natural. So I start with visual images. Then we do, uh, of course, uh, work with the microphone and learning how you know to project into a microphone so that they're not, their mouth is not attached to the microphone because that would blast everybody away. But rather, how do you relate to this? This microphone, which is this thing that's that's stuck in front of you. And how do you move your body uh, with this microphone? Well, you can't jump around the room, of course, but you have to physicalize on the spot um, and, and, and move your arms. As long as you're not moving your head from side to side, you know, we can hear you or the casting directors can hear uh, what the what the talent is doing in the audition, which is vital. Some kids I have just jump all over the place and their head is going left to right. And I'm like, no, stop. We can't hear you. And, and that's a problem uh, because you're, you know, you're, you're rolling down on the ground. <laughs> so it's an acting class on the spot in a way. Um, then we do script breakdown. And what gets lost so quickly is the connection to the story, because what ends up happening is is, the, is that the child reading the script just goes from his line to his line to his line, and it sounds kind of flat and like a song with one note. That's what I say a lot. This is a song with one note. We do not like songs with one notes. They're very boring. We need variation and all kinds of notes and crescendos and different emotions. So I help them break down their script according to uh, what action or emotion they are doing with each line. And then I say, what are you doing with your arms? I, I, you know, what are you doing? Because oftentimes they just stand there and they say the lines and there's no energy in the voice. And I'm like, you have got to move your arms. And they're like, well, how do we, why would we move our arms? Well, because you're a cartoon. Cartoons are exaggerated. When you look at your script, figure out what you are doing actively in each line, and then do that in your body. That is essentially the translation I, uh, of, you know, of how I work with, how I teach kids to become the character. That's a simplified breakdown. And, um, and, it's, and it's very effective so far. 
I learn as I go. Uh, the kids teach me a great deal. And exaggeration is a fantastic way to get kids out of their heads and in their bodies, you know, so that they're they're thinking larger than life. They're thinking, you know, looking ridiculous. I always say, don't be afraid to look ridiculous here. Um, you know, cartoons don't always look normal. They look kind of kooky and wild sometimes. So you need to risk that as well. And that's, I think, all I'm going to cover today. Thank you for tuning in. And I look forward to continuing on another topic another day. Again, my name's Sunday Muse. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us. To learn more about the special guest featured in this Voices.com podcast, visit the VoiceOver Experts show notes at podcasts.voices.com slash voiceoverexperts. Remember to stay subscribed. If you're a first-time listener, you can subscribe for free to this podcast in the Apple iTunes podcast directory or by visiting podcasts.voices.com. To start your voiceover career online, go to voices.com and register for a voice talent membership today.